Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Oat Podcast. I'm your host, Abby. This is part two of my conversation with Sarah. So you know the drill because literally I'm not predictable. Pause, go back. You'll definitely want to listen because, you know, it's just a continuation of our same conversation. Um, And I'm going to keep this short. So I hope you like the episode. Like after you had Ivy, I came over to your house like a couple days after you got back home. Mm-hmm. And like I really want to like hear like how you felt during that time because like I know it was like probably super chaotic because you're a new mom. Like you had just had like this very traumatic birthing experience. Mm-hmm. But like what I like wanted to like tell you like here on the podcast is like for me like since we have known each other literally our whole lives – like, you are a very strong person just in general. Like, that's just who you are, like, mm-hmm. as a person. But I feel like you were, like, almost, like, your most vulnerable self. Yes. But, like, for me, looking at you, like, that was, like, the strongest I've ever seen you. And, like, this is, that. like, the baddest bitch I've ever met. Like, you, like, went through this whole story and, like, I you, like, kind of started tearing up through it. Like, it was just so fucking traumatic Mm -hmm. and like you're your most vulnerable self like you have this new baby like you're trying to keep it alive Mm -hmm. and I was like holy shit like you could do it like literally like a superhero like I know people say that and I'm like not even like trying to be cringe I'm like literally that's how I feel I I love that no that is hands down like the most vulnerable I've ever felt too like I I I remember it (laughs) um but it was definitely like you feel like this almost like delicate little flower that like just needs like so much love and care kind of thing because you've just been through this right hopefully most people's like birthing experience isn't super traumatic but like for me it definitely was and I just remember thinking like oh my gosh like I don't know how you would do this if you're like 16 and pregnant and you don't have any support and you don't have anyone to help take care of you you don't have all these things because like I said like especially in that moment I was like oh my gosh like having a baby is so traumatic like it's truly a 360 overnight right how do you do that by yourself mm-hmm. and like have or with no a terrible partner or have a partner that's awful like it's just so much right um and maybe like it wouldn't have felt quite I wouldn't have felt quite so like delicate if I like had a like less extreme birth yeah but like when you go through that and like experience that with somebody it just like completely like breaks you down to the core right and then it's amazing to like think back about like how I was back then and Mm -hmm. how I feel now yeah like I love my husband and I know like like we're gonna do it all together but like it's amazing how like your mom's strength like kicks in yeah because now I'm like I can do anything (laughs) yes no like I'm not kidding like it like it is an insane feeling that like that is so real because I just feel like that's what I mean like they change you like and they gut you of your selfishness and they gut you like to the core of like who you are 
Um, and I wouldn't change that experience for anything. Yeah. Because and- it is like built me different. Right. Right. Yeah. You're still very you, but like, like, cause like so much of you is like still like in how you parent. Like, yeah. You're going to still take Ivy, you know, bring him over here. You're, mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to let having a kid like stop you from like living your life and doing right. things. Like, you take him with him out into this world. Yeah. It's like you have like 300 things in your arms. And I'm like, can I help you with something? And you're like, no, I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, hair flip. Like, let's go, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was independent before, and I'm going to still be independent, like, as a mom. Right, Like, it's so rooted in that, which, like, I really love that because that's how I am, and, like, I wouldn't want that to change. Mm -hmm. But I did want to just say, though, too, like, after you were telling me, like, your whole birthing story, like, how fucking traumatic it was, like, kind of, like, going back to, like, what you were saying, like, about, like, you literally ended that whole conversation, like, I feel like it was like a lesson for me at the end of it. Yeah, I was like a PSA. Everyone, don't marry a piece of crap. (laughs) You're like, don't be with someone that sucks. Taking a partner to have a kid with is the most important thing to do. And because literally, like, essentially, like, I don't know how much like you want to like expose like on the podcast, but like you had like an emergency C section. Mm -hmm. And then like afterwards, like you were all fucked up. Yeah. And like you, you couldn't hold your baby like for the first was it like two hours of his Mm -hmm. life yeah and so it's like you had to like solely rely on on your husband yep and then like in addition to that like you went through this like traumatic surgery and like all of your guts were just tore up (sighs) and it's like then you're supposed to take care of a baby so like like cody literally had to take care of a brand new baby first time he's ever done it and you Mm -hmm. and it's like that's also like i know like being a mom is like super selfless because like you literally like gave up like your whole body for him so true yes. but like also like taking care of two people that's also super selfless and yeah. it's like i you just like the way you were describing like how cody like showed up for you like you like were on drugs like painkillers at the time but like you sent this like paragraph about cody <laughs> i don't even know if you remember it it was in my feelings probably i sent I so started, many scary things on Percocet. i started crying it was so scary no, i started crying Aww. i was like oh my god i love cody <laughs> like i and i aren't like close at all but i was like yeah. that just like made me love him so much no, he's truly like he's such a caretaker in that sense yeah. and i mean that totally roots like from his upbringing and stuff with him having a brother being special needs and stuff like yeah. his nursing like caretaker completely took in and right. he's 100 percent that way as a dad too right. but what is so insane is like at that time like you said it's so vulnerable vulnerable i'm so delicate i'm so like make sure you like care pick a good partner blah blah it's amazing how like now though of course i still believe all of those things 100 <laughs> percent, but like I felt like he carried me like through those first like eight weeks. Like I truly, I felt like he put the team on his back and like yeah, went there. Yeah. But now like <laughs> I'm carrying the team and <laughs> I <laughs> live for it. Like <laughs> I do. And I think that's my independent side too. Yeah. Like I, we joke like I'm like, who's like, I'm the main character. Like I am. <laughs> this is my house. This is, this is my like I'm thrive. Like I will take this team and I will take it home because yeah. this is my family. You're like, get on this board is my son. or like ship out. This is my son. I'm going all the way. Like I'm gonna do. I'm. I will die for my. Well, son. that's I like your mama anything. bear side too. Like you've 
like so like for the listeners like sarah has always been our mom like <laughs> knowing you when you were younger i would have like never expected you to take this role on Quite as an never. adult no. <laughs> you were like such a- i needed a mom you, you needed, <laughs> well, i like, had a mom but she couldn't control me you needed about five yeah. moms i needed <laughs> 10 moms at all times. Like, specifically mm-hmm. like carol like needed so much help literally like, and she's like i could not be tamed. like if i like could write like the definition of like an amazing perfect like wonderful mom like in all ways yes. like your mom would probably like be like in the dictionary so like given that like she still needed to like multiply herself like five times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. no 100 percent. and like my husband is an amazing partner he it's not like i'm not always the main character like yeah. he is so helpful and he's a wonderful dad but it does feel so good to feel like i can give back and like lead my family yeah in the ways that like when i first started like i just felt like also it could have been because i was on percocet <laughs> <laughs> but like i just felt like i my brain didn't work like i was just like, <sighs> like yeah who am i like i i just got into this whirlwind overnight 360 yeah. I love being a mom, but like this is so hard. Like, and right. I like feel like death. Like, how am I going to get through this? Right. And like I said, now it's like so like amazing to be able to look back and be like, remember how that felt, and now to like feel so empowered. Yeah, that like I got this. Right, and like I'm I've done like the research. Like I'm yeah. I have like took on that role fully yeah. and like a job. And it's like I know what I'm doing. I know what I can't like. Mm-hmm. you don't always know what you're doing like but... motherhood like suits you so well like that. i feel like this is like who you like have always just like been like supposed to be 100 like i really feel like that has totally it's changed me to be like the person that i was meant to be right i really feel that right. way too like i've never felt better like in you've my like fully skin. come into yourself like yes. i just feel like like you're your best could be being 32 like i yeah, think that could be like people think birthdays suck sometimes when they're coming into like when they're 30 or whatever. But um, I think like when you really like feel confident in who you are and like what you have to offer. Yeah. It's so different. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't it, – It's I don't care about turning 30 because yeah. I feel fully confident with where I'm at in life. You know? I – I mean, I didn't just have a kid, but I still kind of feel like the ex- exact same way. Like, I love that. Just like that can the confidence of like, I know who the fuck I am. Yeah. And like, no one can like come and like try to change my mind about it. Oh, no. like I'm, I'm always like taking in feedback and like trying to look at myself and try to better myself. So like, it's not like I'm stuck, but like, I'm not going to be like persuade to try to like change i guess i don't know if that's making any sense but no i i totally i think that can correlate with like any experience like when you've been through something like even your trauma whatever that breaks you to the core yeah and then you rebuild your back self back up yep. like it just is creating you to be like that new person that you were always supposed to be in it like nothing feels better than that right like the healing process from like that trauma yes. and then like letting like not letting it be my whole personality, even though some people probably disagree, <laughs> but like letting it like almost like thrive within me. Like, okay, the there's good things that happened. Like I am independent to a fault, but like I love my independence. Like mm-hmm. I am so secure that I got myself. Like I'm not ever worried that I will ever let myself down. Yeah. So like self-confidence you know, like all of mm-hmm. like cer- there's certain things that like have stemmed like from that trauma that just like are great. And it's like you can kind of co- 
exists like with your trauma like not let it define you but also like take the good things from it and let it define you in that way I guess yeah no I totally agree and I think like from the beginning like what you said just like going back to like being in that very beginning and being like so delicate and feeling like I so needed like carried and like cared for and if you can find your independence like I was independent before I'm independent now but like I'm doing 20 times more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but it doesn't feel that way as much. Well, I mean, it does feel that way sometimes, but like, you truly make it look so easy, which I know it's not, but like, and I don't want it to just be like, oh, yeah, like it's so easy. It's a lot, yeah. but it's not. It's obviously not. Well, you keep it, like, you tell me the truth. Like, you keep it real. So yeah. I know it's not, but yeah. like, you do make it look easy. I am glad, but I it's not. But I yeah. also just think that like it's all about like your mindset too. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. I don't want it to let it be something that like holds me back. I want it to be something that's like comp like almost complementary to right. like who I am now. And I feel like now I am at the point where it's like being a mom isn't so um like I did, I don't feel as broken down to the core as I did, obviously, like from the very beginning. Like yeah. now I, I do feel like Which is it's crazy because like I knew you probably thought that like you were broken down, like and so vulnerable. Like I don't know how you view like totally one hundred percent like if you view that part of you like as positive. Like I know like you probably loved that piece, like because like you got ivy from it but, but like, it was also like i loved you oh, in so that. hard feeling that way though right like because right. i'm not used to right. being that like vulnerable yeah yeah like, i couldn't imagine crazy postpartum like anxiety like crippling whatever like right. that's just not my personality i don't enjoy being like this super vulnerable person yeah. to that extent yeah you know We're like, very much I alike like that. open and like expressing yourself don't get me wrong but like but you have control over the way. Like, yes. you get to like choose, I don't want to like, be when like, to express yourself. Like, I like, felt like those first couple weeks, I was like hysteria. <laughs> like, <sighs> like, well, it's like probably the first time taking painkillers, first Correct. surgery, first time having a baby. Yeah. It's like, like all it was of a lot. all of this was like out of your control, and you like didn't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. So. It was like full hysteria. So yeah, and I like you said stopping taking like not taking Percocet anymore for sure helped after about a week so yeah that will that will mind mind altering drugs (laughs) truly okay so to kind of like loop this all back around though like I wanted to like admit something like so after you had like given me that whole advice about like make sure you pick your partner correctly like I truthfully I didn't have a lot of sex last year because of it. <laughs> I scared you into the. I scared you into being celibate. Like literally. Like literally. And then now, I think I. What did I say to you the other day? I was like, I'm like a horny gremlin right now, or something. I can't remember what you said. Or like a horny beast. I don't know. I was just like, I've been like, um, very sexually frustrated, uh, recently. And, like, I don't know. I was thinking about it today. I was like, a man hasn't made me come in almost a year. Like, I've had sex. Yeah. It's – they just haven't done the job. Right. (laughs) And so I'm, like, ferociously horny right now. And, like, so I'm, like, fuck those rules. I'm, like, 2023, I'm fucking – Until – she has a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock on wood, Sarah. 
<laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like, housekeeping. <laughs> and so, but I'm like, okay, there could be a compromise, right? I'm like, okay, even if it's like casual sex, like Abby, like make them at least a decent human, right? I don't know. I struggle so bad. It's like you were saying the pool you know swiping through it's rough out there it's it's so rough out there i mean if you need a reminder you can take a look at my scar <laughs> i mean i'll show you my pictures during birth i would love I to see know. them <laughs> they're horrible they're not cute they're horrifying i love looking at that stuff i'm so okay. weird okay well we can we can i have actually that. and i've cried and i didn't even know the person giving birth so that's really embarrassing okay well I'll let you tell. Don't ask me how I did that, but um, okay. So then, also, just to kind of like, there were just two comments that I wanted to say. Like, I I didn't want to interrupt you, but yeah, I feel like with like all of like my besties, like, (laughs) not that anyone needs my approval of who their man is because I don't get a say. But I feel like at some point, you know, while getting to know them or et cetera, et cetera, like there's been like this like aha moment where I'm like, Oh, like I approve of them. Like Mm -hmm. I, I get why they like this guy. Mm -hmm. And so like you calling like Cody, like a caretaker, Mm -hmm. like my moment for Cody was when um, it was for your 21st birthday. So a lot of years ago. (laughs) Yeah. And um, he, so we spent the night at his, parents house because this was back when we all lived with our parents still yeah and I'm a mess so I'm like of course I'm not driving so of course you're like yeah you can spend the night too and I was like love to love to see it (laughs) (laughs) I'm like sure great yeah works out for me and so we like slept in his basement and was also like the bar is so fucking low like for me but like he brought us coffees in the morning without even being asked and I was like, this is the most precious thing I've ever seen. And then he, it didn't have any creamer in it or maybe not enough. Because back then <laughs> needed that. I needed like all of the creamer. Mm-hmm. So he was like, no problem. Like, how much do you want? And he just took my coffee, went back upstairs, did the whole thing for me, brought it back down without even like batting an eye. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is so sweet. He and I'm like, I, coffee is important. I get it. And it was mm-hmm. just like this one little thing, which like there are like a million other things now, especially yeah. since like you've had a kid and you've told me all no, of these amazing things. But yeah, no, I understand. There's like certain moments for like every person's like person. Right. You're like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that about that. And that was whatever. the moment. He, um, it's like he knows everyone has a moment important. of like when like I fell in love with them. It's like, I, I a, love that you. Remember that was that, my moment with him. That, <laughs> I love that. I love that you remember that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's like there's so many friends where it's like there's just like this one thing Mm -hmm. so i mean i think that's super valid yeah i look forward to your moment yeah one day 10 years from now (laughs) what (laughs) if he's dating this girl how awkward he's not um okay so Sarah, I feel like you have like it's probably very relatable to like a certain set of like people, but I honestly 
feel like not a lot of people understand or know what happens with IVF. Do you care if like we like kind of talk about that? Yep. Go ahead. Um, so I guess like, do you kind of just like want to give like an overview of like why you started needing it and like kind of like just the process in general? Because like for me to like watch you go through that, like I had no idea Mm -hmm. like how intense it was. No. Yeah. Um, so IVF is basically when you take like a bunch of shots and you like they're basically like growth hormones for your eggs and then they go you go through like a laparoscopic procedure basically and they retrieve all of your eggs and then they go through like a whole fertilization process with like your sperm person donor whatever Mm -hmm. um and then you transfer like if you have any eggs that like make it through that process then they can transfer them to you um and the whole reason we started all that is we had been trying for about a year and um, I had never been on birth control. I had never like really shown any signs of infertility or anything like that. So when it just like wasn't happening, it was kind of like, mm, this is kind of strange. So after I've been mm-hmm. trying for a year, I went to my OB and they referred me to a fertility speci- specialist just to, like make sure everything was like checking out okay right um for me and then also for um my husband too and then basically what they found was that like i had a relatively low egg count for my age Mm -hmm. and um so that's when they kind of like recommended that we try IUI, which is where they do the intrauterine insemination where they basically just like inject sperm directly into your uterus when you're ovulating mm-hmm. and like hope that it all works so, out. Like avoid all of the swimming essentially. Exactly. Like it's just <laughs> straight to the spot. Yeah. yeah. Straight to the spot. No, no fucking shot, around. Like not the shots or anything like that. You, you do have to take like a trigger shot for ovulation sometimes, but that's like nothing compared to IVF. Yeah. So we did five rounds of IUI and none of them worked. So um, that was kind of when they were like, you know, you can give it a break. You can try IVF, all that stuff. But um, the older you get, obviously the less eggs you have, all those things, the mm-hmm. younger you are and discover all those things, the more likelihood it is to be successful and all that kind of thing. So we were pretty much um, – you know, back to when you were saying, like, how do you know when you want all these yeah. things? Like, we both were just in that point where, we're like, we really want to expand our family. And if we can, yeah. you know, we want to be able to have a baby. So we decided to go through IVF. And um, it's honestly insane talking about that because I, like, forget that part of my life sometimes because I yeah. feel like I just blacked out, like, put your head down, grind, and just get through it. Yeah. Like, if Ivy, like, ever acts up, like, in front of me, be like, boy, like, it took your mom a lot to get you here. <laughs> like, like, we'll have to remind him of that. It's like- I mean, honestly, yes. But also, like, I, I forget, like, yeah. that I did all that. Like, you, like, didn't drink for, like, two years. Like, you were, like, Literally. on hormones for, like, the longest time. And I don't even think you realize, like, how much that probably affected, like, I don't know. I feel like my hair my skin like weird things over time that I when I look back I was like oh my gosh my hair was trashed from all those shots like and I just didn't even realize 
all those things because you're just so I was so focused on the end goal, which is yeah. to have a baby. Right. Like, it was I so worth it. I didn't care. And oh my God, yes. Like I would do it a hundred times again. Yeah. But it is amazing. Like that was really hard. Yeah. Like going through all that stuff was really hard. All the hormone stuff was really hard. Well, and like to like I I feel like we've like kind of talked about this, but just to like potentially like talk like to the listeners who like are going through this, like Every time you get your period when you're trying to have a baby, it's just a reminder that you're it's not horrible. pregnant again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's that feeling like? Like when you start to get, like, do you get cramps like before you like start your period? Like, are you like, oh no, like I, I know it's about to come. Mm-hmm. Like, like what does what's that like? like when I was going through that? You mean? Yeah. Um. So it's so messed up because the thing is is that all the signs that your periods are going to start is going to start is also similar they mimic pregnancy so like some people feel cramping like when they're ovulating some people feel cramping when they have implantation some people feel um girl i'm gonna be even more scared that i'm always pregnant now (laughs) (laughs) and you should you know but like bleeding like spotting is a sign of pregnancy just like it is starting your period. And like, I've heard I'm, that some people can get their periods and be pregnant. Yes. Yes. So, like, literally anything that you think is a pregnancy symptom can also be a period symptom. Nausea. Like, you're, it's not like you just instantly get that. Um, Honestly, like, there were so, so many times where I was reading into it so much. Yeah. Because you're so in tune with every little thing especially like when you've had an IUI or whatever yeah like I'm I'm looking for every sign imaginable that I'm pregnant and I mean to the point where like there was days like oh my gosh I I feel nauseous like I have to be pregnant yeah would you take a pregnancy test every time after IUI you have to take one and then um if you got like a negative whatever they'd like come back in and do blood work and confirm okay Mm mm-hmm Damn. And I kid you not, after I did IVF and did my first tra- – like, we transferred IV. He was the first transfer I ever had, and it was positive. There was not one sign that I thought I was pregnant. Like, Did I, you think you weren't? I thought for sure I was not pregnant. I Because I felt nothing. Just give me the chills, by the way. Nothing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just – like, just watching you, like – I mean, again, like – like you are such a strong human to like go through all of that and I'm like so glad that you guys like had the resources to do it mm-hmm. because I know how important it was to you guys mm-hmm. but the amount like and this is kind of what I want to talk about too because it's like seeing you become a mom after like I, I know you like want like wanted it so bad it's been like such a beautiful thing like for me like because I've known you my whole life yeah. and I just like remember like they did like the first like egg retrieval mm-hmm and, like, you were waiting for that phone call. And, like, we were going on a road trip to Amanda's bachelorette party. Yes. And, like, you answered I'll the phone, like, too. through the car. And they said that you had three good eggs. And I was, like, like I couldn't have been more happier for you. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm, like, so glad I got to experience that with you. Especially now yeah. that, like, we get Ivy now, like, mm-hmm. in person. I'm, like, oh, my God. Well, that was definitely, like, a core memory for me for yeah. sure, too. Um. Yeah, no, that was so special. And that was like another part of IVF I never really like knew about is that so you not only go through like the whole thing of like getting all your eggs, but then there's like people that never make it to that step. So you get your all you go through all those shots, all those hormones, and then nothing fertilizes because your eggs aren't like good. 
just could be multiple things. But yeah, prob- most likely like your eggs weren't good or your husband's sperm wasn't good, whatever. Oh, There's oh. so many factors. Okay, so like at the fertilization step. Correct. So like the actual step to fertilize. So, so like some people don't even have anything to test. Oh, so like, I guess I didn't realize that that's it's there was that standard. step in between that call. There's so many steps. Like you literally just have to be so grateful for every part that you achieve because yeah. like there that's further than one other person got. Like mm-hmm. I know someone who's done a retrieval five times and had nothing. Sorry, I don't know them, but they were on Instagram. But like <laughs> but like I know her obviously. Yeah, of course. But no, literally like five rounds of IVF and has had nothing. And that's so taxing on your body and your like emotions. no eggs even. Like not only did five did five separate retrievals of eggs and has no baby, nothing. And no eggs to transfer. Oh my gosh. Devastating. She has been able to transfer eggs before. Like she did transfer eggs, but like they were always like it never worked. Yeah. And so, that's the thing, like, cause isn't it normally like it doesn't take typically, like right like the first time it really like the the statistics are really hard to gauge i mean it's definitely better the odds are better when you're younger Mm -hmm. and like if you like it all depends on like underlying factors and yeah like all that type of stuff so you just really have to be grateful to like make it to every single step because that's like further than one other person got so that's kind of how we always just tried to look at everything is just like we made it here Let's get to there. Yeah. We made it to there. Let's get to there. Right. We made it to here. Let's transfer transfer something. Like now a question I get a lot is like, oh, like when do you guys want to have another one? And like we do have more eggs, but I don't really know much about them because all I remember like from when I like went through all the testing of like the other eggs was that I have one good egg. I have one chance. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Like I don't care about anything else. Like let's get one baby and then like if we can have more amazing but like I will always forever and always be grateful for just my one baby because I remember envisioning my life having nothing right you know like I was like wondering like yeah like I had to make sure I was okay with like it just being Cody and I because that was like a very yeah real reality that I was faced with that like you may never have kids so are you you gonna be okay adoption at that point then I don't know. We talk about that sometimes. Um, I don't know if we would have done adoption or not. I don't, I don't, I think it would have just depend. Like, I know we always want to be able to have our own. Um, and I also don't know like what age I would adopt if I wanted to adopt. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't say it was off the cards, but we're also, we're just trying not to like have too many things weighing in on everything at yeah. once. Like we're like focus on one goal and if we get there, great. If yeah. we don't, we'll move to the next thing. A lot of people say like don't have a plan B with yeah. everything. Like not obviously when like I'm you, talking about this, it's not in regards to babies and kids. But yeah. like careers, like anything, like don't have a plan B. Yeah. Probably, I mean, even relationships, which probably shouldn't do that either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's just like it, when you let all the other factors weigh in too much, it, it can like, Cla- dull, like muddy it, cloudy. Yeah. Dull your your perspective yeah. and all that stuff. And like there wasn't anything necessarily like when you go through like infertility and IVF and all those things, like you definitely always expect the worst and yeah. hope for the best. Yeah. 
And unfortunately, like that's kind of how my whole pregnancy was as well. Like you expect the worst hope for the best. Everything so. that could have happened, like I feel like happened. Yeah. <laughs> Except not though. I mean, right. I you, my you transfer work. So. I had yeah. a healthy pregnancy. It like I like I truly feel like God provided for us in that way. Like in our yeah. faith and it made my faith so much stronger is that like although I had all those like trials and tribulations leading up to that, like it, they it, like it all came through in yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. And that was like something that like I will never like forget. Yeah. And um even like with all the hard days with Ivy and things like that, it's a persp- it gave me a perspective that I would have never had right. that like other moms like don't necessarily like, get. Like I know you've always wanted to be a mom. So I know like mm-hmm. it's like everything went completely perfect for you. Yeah. Like you would still be so grateful to have your baby yes. boy. Yeah. But I feel like it just like adds that much more like 100% like love and gratefulness towards him. Like exactly. that you like got to have it. It like got me through like the nights of being up every hour. Yeah. It's like I prayed for this. Like I didn't right. like this is a gift. Yeah. Even though I'm crying, <laughs> I'm crying and I'm saying how hard it is, but like, it is a gift. Like yeah. being a mom is such a gift. And um, I would have never had that gratefulness or that perspective if I hadn't gone through all those things. Yeah. So as hard as all those things were, it's they all shape you into like who you're meant to be. And I think that kind of goes with like the same feeling of like independence that I have now mm-hmm. is there was so much leading up to being a mom. Yeah. And then so much happened like when I became a mom. And then now that I have like l- am a mom – and have my son like it's just all like shaped you for who you're meant to be you know what's your like favorite thing about being a mom to ivy so i don't know like if you want to like talk about more generalization or like ivy specifically because he is he's main character energy he is the main character (laughs) i think it's just that like he is pure like joy yeah and like his smile i i mean i don't know if it's just because i'm his mom no but like he lights up your life yeah like i really feel like he is oof I know. I was like, I feel like I've almost cried. Like, I think I'm I like, might of, cry. Of course, I would cry like the first time ever on the podcast with you. <laughs> Literally, but I feel like he is like my light. Yeah, yeah. He's like you guys. I I swear, like he's the most precious boy. <laughs> like I love him so. Much. But like he's also so um like full of life and spice. Like he's not like just the super. <laughs> Like sweet, yeah. he like he as sweet sassy and man. loving as he is. Like he's also like so much fire. And I just feel like he was like born Aww. to change the world. Like I feel like he is like he is main character energy. Like I feel like the plans for him are so big. Oh, and like all the things that happened were meant to happen because yeah. like he's just bigger than life. <laughs> And that is probably, like, cry. such a stage mom thing. Like, I'm like, he's the main character. He's it. But really, like, I feel like he is my gift. Like, yeah. my light. And he was such a reward for – not a reward, but, like, he was – he's the reason that yeah. I went through all those things so that I can appreciate how, like, absolutely perfect that he is. Yeah. Yeah. 
He just like like my when Pisces he's energy. <laughs> <I know. laughs> my Gemini, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but like truth, truthfully, like he is like this is like we're like hype men for Ivy. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's no one that will love you more than your mom. Period. <laughs> But, like, this is, like, I don't know. I've been, like, seeing, like, a lot of videos of, like, ants. And, like, I'm, like, I know, like, you sometimes call me Auntie Abby. Like, which, like, yes. I know, like, we're we're family at this point. But, like, yeah. sometimes I'm, like, is it weird if I would, like, make him my background on my phone? <laughs> okay. Like, there are people you would that... be, like, so weirded out if I did that. Like, if I just came I over, like, I just, like, like look at his picture sometimes, like, old. <laughs> Because he makes me, because you look at him and he just makes you happier. I know. Like, he is. His, the, the looks life. that he gives, like, he his, is. like, little, like, lip, like, like, like the sass. And I'm like, yeah. no, I actually, like, I feel like it, that's a real thing. Because, like, I've had people be like, I know someone who, like, just carries his picture in their phone. Like, <laughs> like yeah. people I don't know. Well, you'll post him and I'll screenshot your Snapchat story. Like my neighbor like, literally was like, oh my god, this girl. I like didn't even ask if I could do that. I'm just like, you I don't need care. this one too. <laughs> no, I don't care, guys. I feel that way too. And I I always like, I'm like, maybe it's just because I'm his mom. But I'm like, also, no. maybe it's just because like he's that dude. Like he just yeah. is, he's joy, he's light, he's such yeah. a like beam of hope for like ever I feel like anyone who meets him. Yeah. Like, he just is that person. He's main character energy. Yeah. But I also feel like and I did want to get into this. It's like it's not like Ivy is so special. And I feel like just because like you went through so much I saw like I just like was so happy that like you got to have him. So like I think like I just love him that much. Like yeah. very similar to it's like I'm his mother too. <laughs> He's my he's my baby as well. Plot twist. Abby's the mom. <laughs> but like but like even yeah. like with like our other girlfriends like 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 our, one of our other best friends like she just had a baby and it's like I I love him too like I mean like so much. Like I've like spent just in general more time with Ivy because he's yeah. older. Of course. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. I've and he's like developing like more of a personality. Of course. And it's like then like one of my other best friends too she's going to have a baby in a couple of months and mm -hmm. i will probably feel the exact same way like once like i get and, like, to like make hold it older, like they come into their own too like yeah you know, my best friend she's her baby is still like new and yes he's, like as much as of a little personality that they have when they're like mm -hmm. so fresh they really don't come into their own until they're like right six months old but i, I still like. look at him and get really happy because i'm like he's, he's like to the die they're so different i'm like he's to like the most like beautiful little boy and i just like want to keep holding him he's and then like ivy i just want to keep playing with like scorpio soul yeah. like he's gonna be just like this he will be like an angel babe yeah like angel angel boy I and know. i like i think amanda i am so excited to see like what her kid's gonna be like i am too i feel like he should be a wild card one well, and, and as much as our sweet um, Scorpio Angel Boy is going to be um, her sister's Gemini baby. Oh, it's going to be another story. What he's going to be a menace, and I'm going to love every he's second of insane. it. He's going to be insane. I just know that we're going to bond. I already can feel it. I, it's going to be insane, <laughs> to say the least. Right now that like we both agree that I'm also Ivy's mom, <laughs> <laughs> and how much like I'm just like I already like love like. Amanda's baby and like 
she hasn't even had them yet yes. and like all of those things and I don't know like I hear all the time or like I have heard like it's like a common theme like on TikTok and videos and stuff where it's like want to see like who your true friends are like have a baby or like the like culture of like you'll lose all of your friends when you have a baby and I don't know if this just goes to show like how like I feel like me you like all of my friends like we really value each other and like that friendship is so important like not just you but like a lot of my girlfriends but like I I just don't ever see that happening like yes our relationship has changed but I truly honestly Sarah like I feel like we're closer now like I was really thinking about that the other day I couldn't agree more I think like your real friends like they get to know you and like are there for you in a completely different way than it was before. And like you said, if anything, I feel like closer to my friends than ever. Right. Because like they give you so much grace, like when you're going through like that craziness and all that stuff and like really show up for you, like, and also just like understand Mm -hmm. that like, Hey, I said I was gonna be here at seven, and, and then I'm here at eight. You know what I mean? Right. But like, when you're like, do I come before after like putting him to bed? I'm like, put your baby to bed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just think like if they're like your real friend and yeah. like someone that is like your like soul sister, like right, they're gonna get it. Well, and like, and I don't know. I guess like, let me ask you this because it's like so like for me like I'm single. I don't have kids. But, like, one of your other best friends is married with now a baby. Like, I feel like for me, when people say, like, your life just looks different, like, you're going to want to have mommy friends, et cetera, et cetera. It's, like, I feel like it's almost, like, easier because I'm single. Like, you saying you're going to be a little bit late. It's, like, what the fuck else am I doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, like, do I sometimes, like, have other shit going on for sure? But it's, like, like, I, like, dedicated this night to, like, to doing this with you you know like we're gonna hang out after we record and then it's like I I know that sometimes like it's important like for moms to like have like their me time so like I I think at some point I told you like if you need that I will gladly go out to dinner with you but like in the meantime I want to hang out with you and your kid Mm -hmm. so like let's let's go over to your house yeah (laughs) it's like so you tell me when you need that but until then I'm coming to you and we're going to hang out with your kid. Yeah. I think a lot of times people will, um, well, I think it's more so like an insecurity probably from like the mom perspective that like they don't want to burden other mm. people like with their kids or at least, okay, this is me like being like Miss Independent, like have it all together, right? I don't want to feel like I'm burdening your dinner. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm burdening like you from doing whatever else you need to do today because like my son decided to like shit his pants you know what I mean (laughs) like there's just like kids like just throw such a variable into your day and like you can never really control like what's gonna happen and what's going on where like when you're by yourself like you control every part of your day yeah so I think for me it's more so just like feeling like not feeling like I'm burdening you with like whatever change might happen in that day and sometimes I think like some moms probably would just prefer to just 
not do anything at all. Like avoid it altogether. At all costs because they don't want to feel like they're burdening, burdening or like their kids are acting up and you're just going to be miserable anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I – so that. I feel like you would – I hope you at least know, but I feel like you probably know that like I would like just be honest with you. Yeah. I mean like I don't necessarily like feel that way, but I, I would maybe feel that way if you're like, hey, let's go out to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, like dragging a nine month old out somewhere <laughs> yeah. is like it's like exhausting. Like right. that's just like not something that sounds super fun right now. But also sometimes I am feeling like that. Right. But you know what I mean? I think like there's just certain moments where people like just feel really overwhelmed and um I like I it just they just get in their head too much about yeah. stuff. And it's more so like it's not a you thing. It's a them thing. That makes sense. Like most of the time if I feel that way, it's a me. Like I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling like overstimulated, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like I'm just reflecting that on you, like saying like you don't get it. But it's really more so like I just am feeling right. Blah, right. You know? That makes sense. So like now that like one of your best friends does have a kid, like do you feel like how like how has that changed your friendship? Well, I mean, it's harder for both of us to, like, you know, just uh, get up and go. Yeah. And also, she's, like, in the very beginning of, like, having a baby. So, like, going places and, like, doing things other than, like, being at, like, one of our houses is hard. Yeah. And she's also, like, probably super sleep-deprived still. So, it's, like, you know, when you, like, go out to dinner or something, like, a lot of times the person that you're going to want is, like – be away from your baby from with would be like your husband right you know like they their alone time isn't like very high right now and just like anyone's like in the beginning of Mm -hmm. like their relationship Mm -hmm. so like for new year's eve like we went out to uh dinner at 4 30 uh (laughs) with both of our babies and it was like i love one of the best like new year's eves ever because it was just like this is our life yeah and now we're just going to adapt our life Mm -hmm. in this way and like she's always she's busy with work, I'm busy with work. Like it's not like we needed to hang out together every day anyway. Right. But now like when we hang out, it's just like more intentional and it's just like so much more rich because yeah. like you're just making the best of like that time that you have. You know? Right. Like I think like yes. Case was like saying like he's not on a schedule yet. Well, and yeah. It's like, and they're little. Their feeding's just all over yeah. the place. And, and like when you're not getting like a full night's of sleep, like you're just not the same person. Yeah. It's like sleep deprivation Deprivation is like a real like. it. Makes That's another scary Ill. thing. Yeah, If you love sleep, having maybe will definitely change that. They're 100% worth it. But like sleep deprivation is scary. Like again, like you will just be so surprised at how strong you are and how much you can accomplish like even on no sleep like yeah there it's it's truly like it's just amazing like what you can do i know and like you're healing your body whole body's healing you're like literally not sleeping and caring for a human like as much as like it's like so cheesy but like again like the super like right it's just you become like a superhuman because you have to yeah. And like when I say like it's so scary, like and you were saying like that's probably a good thing, like that's smart and responsible. Like I know just like how you are. You're like, I'm running this fucking ship. This is my baby. Like <laughs> I'm gonna make sure he is yeah. the best. Whatever. I would be one hundred percent the exact same way. Like because you take it seriously. Like, well, you know it's a like a serious 
Yes. Thing. And then I also think about like, so like, obviously like I worked like in like a daycare for like 10 years. Like I'm Ivy's mom. Like <laughs> I know how much I've loved other people's yeah. kids. Yeah. So I literally can't imagine like you crying just a little bit ago. Like I don't even judge at all for a single second because I would probably feel the exact same way. Like I just like, yeah, no, that like the amount of love like you could give to it like a child like I just and I know like I could do it like for yeah. sure but it no. is scary I totally agree and you can do it and you will do it yeah you know one way apparently or this year I'm getting pregnant so because you and cursed me <laughs> <laughs> I want you to have a baby when you're ready however um <laughs> but no one's ready right I mean, honestly, like, that's what that's, that is that is another thing that people like you as much as you say you're ready, you're never fully ready because you just never you don't really know what you're doing. Right. Or what you're getting into. And that's like that stems off of um, we had talked about like when girls are like 17, they're like, I just want to grow up and be a mom. Yeah. And it's like, OK, like calm down. <laughs> you just don't know what that means. Like, yeah. like girlies, you're not going to be like having a nanny and a housekeeper and, you know, going to Chick-fil-A every day and driving your kids around. Like, I think that that glorified like fantasy stay at home mom life that like not that many people live <laughs> yeah, is insane. Yeah. Like it, that's like what it reads off as like when you're when you're like 17, 18 saying right. like, it almost comes off as like being a stay at home mom is absolutely not lazy. So disclaimer, like, yeah, that is not 100%. how I feel. But when you're it's like ad, it's admirable because like, I couldn't. Do absolutely. It. It's like the hardest job. Yeah, really. But um, when you're like 17 and saying it, a lot of times it almost comes off as like a scapegoat of like, right. I don't want to really work. I just want to like stay at home and be a mom. Yeah. Like, but you have no idea what staying home and being a mom is. Like, you're cleaning up poop, vomit, well, like, whatever. Like, it goes back to like that identity piece. It's yes. Like, it becomes almost, which, like, I'm not saying it is like that everyone, like, that's what it looks like, but it's right. like, I feel like it does somewhat become an identity. I do, like, stay at home moms, I feel like it's probably really important to them to, like, have a yeah. strong sense of identity because I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do it like there's no way yeah like I think a lot of like say oh moms a lot of times like we're like let me go to a real job like holy <laughs> yeah. hell like this is so hard someone come take these kids yeah <laughs> like I think that's like when it's like that's when it comes off as so immature it's like when you're like 16 17 yeah. 18 whatever you're like I just want to be a mom you you have no idea what you're signing up for at that age well and like I've like seen like these like comments or something it's like I think like and like stereotypically like guys are like oh it's like the easiest thing you just get to stay home and be with your kids but it's like there's a reason we fucking pay people to do this absolutely it legitimately is a job yeah like we pay people to take care of our kids like yeah. the kids and they're like there's a special place in hell I think for husbands that like right. say things like that to their wives like you're so I would rather like, die than have someone say that to me hang out all day no. That's why dads it's, are it's so sick. many dads are literally I dying hate. when they come home and they're right. like, take these kids. Or like the, like the guys that like during COVID were like, oh my God, like I need to go back to the mm -hmm. office stat. It's yeah. like they like finally realize. Exactly. Yeah. And I just think like any like people any marriage or people like parents, whatever, like I strongly encourage like if you're the mom and you're at home all the time and like dad's never like been at home like for a twelve hour day with the kids, like 
you need they need to experience that so that they know what it's like going a girl's trip <laughs> even though i know that would give them so much anxiety because they're like oh <laughs> yeah. my god he can't take care of him blah 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 but right. like you have to like go on a girl's trip and don't responsibility prep. don't prep for the girl's trip like your like stuff for the kid yeah you know what i mean yeah so i feel like a lot of women do that too it's yeah. like oh like all the bottles are here i wrote down all of this i don't know but again it's just generalizing like and i mean like i definitely like to prep things because i like things like a certain way <laughs> yeah but like i do know that if i leave like i know cody's got it it's all good right but it takes Which i'm just saying like once yes like, but like let it them takes time to get it. there and like you know they just they, everyone needs to experience it like every yeah. woman has to should have to experience it and every man should have to experience it because it is the only way to like really get the true full experience of like what it's like which again goes back to being like a single mom like yeah so hard so, so much respect for single moms hard. Like, i mean i watch my mom go through it and yes. it's like i sometimes think like I think there's like phases to being like a single parent because yeah, definitely. Um, like I sometimes struggle with like when someone says like I'm a single parent, but like they still co-parent. So it's like you still have that support of that parent, but like my mom was a single mom. Like yeah. she didn't have someone to co-parent with. Right. And so it's like truly like it's all on her. Like mm -hmm. she doesn't get to call my dad back in the day and say hey abby's sick you need to go pick her up and take her home like she didn't have that at all so mm -hmm. it's like i sometimes get conflicted like just out of like almost like trying to like be protective of the truly like single parent like single yeah. moms or single dads because it's like no you're a co-parent right in my opinion and like i don't know if that's like controversial because you're still like in the home doing it alone yeah and I understand that that would be hard, but like you s still could have support. Absolutely. I have a friend that has a perspective of that exactly. Um, but so she has a co-parent, but he sucks. Yeah. And like Which, she again, almost wishes that she didn't have that so that she didn't have to even run anything by them because it's like because you're managing like, that person too then pretty much like and two that kids. person's not doing anything yeah and but like still gets an input right which is almost like i wish you were just exiled because yeah you are you're nothing right like in my perspective like i was thinking of someone that yeah. truly is like 50 50 and yes. like is a good parent absolutely and that would be different like where they have financial support a physical support, all those things. Like right. that would definitely be different than like being by yourself mm -hmm. solely. So like in your, like the person that you know is like case, like I would consider that being the single mom. Yeah. And you probably have another child because yes. <laughs> yes, you're yeah. monitoring them. Yes, exactly. So, but there definitely are people that have like a co-parent and she gets told that though. And that really frustrates her. It's like, you're so lucky that they have a dad and they're, you're so lucky that he's in their life. And she's like, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm glad that they have that. But at the same time, it doesn't make my life easier because he does nothing right. or like doesn't do anything to help me. Like, well, and I, think other like, than exist, you know? And I think like in those situations, so like either like, whether like in my experience, like where like for 11 years, like I didn't, I didn't have a relationship with my dad. Like he didn't see us. Right. Or the, like, like in this situation specifically, like a dad that 
potentially like doesn't show up when he says he's going to, which I don't know, like the, yeah. the situation, but yeah. like, just giving examples but or like doesn't show up like for that parent or pay the child support on time or whatever the situation is. And it's like the child probably doesn't know that that's a thing mm-hmm. because the mom I'm guessing is probably making up tenfold mm-hmm. for what the dad is doing. Exactly. But eventually they will realize it. And, and the only yeah. one that's being hurt by it is the kid. Exactly. And that's what, that's like what she holds on to. And that's like what I know too. I was like, they'll see all your effort. They'll see all your work one day. But yeah. like right now it just like feels drowned out. Right. And she's like, what's so crazy too is that like, so we've been like, you're so lucky. Like he's being so awesome. He's like still in their life. And she's like, like congratulating her for doing like what the bare job. Like, like, she's like, can you imagine if people just like gave me a, a shout out and like a high five for just like, being Oh my there? God. Like so glad. Like, no, I'm so glad that you, you gave your kids a phone call today. Like she's like, if I, if the standard were flipped, like, and what I had to be as a mom was flipped, like from what he needs. Like, yeah. she's like, it's not even comparable. Yeah. My mom actually like still sometimes to this day, like even like as like we're like adult children like, mm-hmm. to her kid, like children she sometimes still gets like jealous and I like she doesn't describe it as jealousy but like I like interpret it as mm-hmm. that like like occasionally like my dad potentially like might do something like let's say like hurt my feelings mm-hmm. I don't hold him to the same standard that like I hold my mom to because like to my mom the perspective is like Abby like you make me like apologize to you and you make us talk through this and like you just let it go with your dad and I'm like I try to tell her I'm like but would you want it that way like mm-hmm. the reason I'm doing that and not that I don't love my dad because I do but like, my relationship with my mom is so deep and strong because she stuck it out like right. she literally had no one and she was there for me like right through like alcoholism like mental health problems it's like she did her best that she could. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, mom, like, it's important to me mm-hmm. that we have those conversations. When you expect so much more of her because she's shown you so much more of her. Exactly. You know, like, like, I don't expect that from my dad because, like. You never received it. He, I know? know he, like, literally can't give that to me. Yeah. And we will never, like, until, like, we can have those types of conversations. Yeah. Like, we won't have that level of, like, of. The depth. Like, yeah, yeah, depth of, like, what I have with my mom. Absolutely. It's just never going to be there. Yeah. And, like, so, of course, you're going to hold your mom to, like, a different right. standard of that because. Like, if I'm fighting with you, like, this goes for everyone with family, friends, relationships. If I'm fighting with you, like, in a healthy way, that means I care mm-hmm. because there's clearly something that's bothering me and I want to get past it. And there's something to fight for. Exactly. Like I'm willing to fight for it. So it should be more scary if you were just like, okay, this is what it is. When I'm quiet, you know, like that's all you're going to get. Like, and this is like a toxic trait of mine, but like Mm -hmm. once I'm done with someone, you are dead to me. Like I will ice you out so fucking hard. It's, do you have Virgo in your chart? <laughs> I, yeah, I do actually. Do you <laughs> like okay, deep like in deep it? In, okay. Not my top three. Yeah, but that's probably more my Scorpio rising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have two more questions for you, and then we'll get to the Ope story. Okay, 
after all of these hours, I will finally wrap it up. (laughs) For anyone who's still listening. Mm -hmm. Um, But okay, so what characteristics about Cody do you love and appreciate more now that you've had Ivy? Um, That's a great question. Um, I would say I do feel like his nurturing, like that that side of him really definitely uh, resonates being dad for Mm -hmm. sure. So I feel like the way that he loves Ivy, the way that he cares for Ivy, the way that he like leads our family, like we always just kind of like, I said when we joke about like who's the main character, like who knows more, like who's the boss, like who is the one that we're looking to for guidance. Like it is me, but like he'll (laughs) like sometimes try to come for me and be like, I am the main character who has eyes on our son kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So I definitely think like that nurturing side of him I love and definitely has like correlated with being dad. And then also like for anyone that knows him, like he's the boss. Like yeah. wherever you're at, like he has the most commanding presence without being able, like without having to say it. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of my most like attractive qualities about him, honestly, is that like he commands a room without having to say a word. Right. Like, he just is that guy. Yeah. And he's that guy at work. He's that guy like as a husband and he's that guy as a dad too. Yeah. Like he ultimately is always like looking out for us and like what's best for us and our family and um, just like planning about like where Ivy's going to go to school, planning about like where Ivy's going to um, like growing up, like what he wants to do, all these things, like whether it be financially, whether it be emotionally, all those things. Like I do feel like he really deeply thinks about what, like how he can give him mm-hmm. that ultimately like, best most well-rounded life possible Mm -hmm. and um I think that that's always resonated with me and like I've always felt like he really like has my back has our back like in our family and our life goals yeah but like as a dad it's like really been amplified that like he always has Ivy's back and will always be looking out for like what is the absolute best life I can get my son you know I feel like you guys like really complement each other. Like you guys are totally completely different. And I know Mm -hmm. that you said like sometimes that causes like, like a little bit of friction just because you're trying to figure out like what that other person's actually thinking, saying, meaning, et cetera. Yeah. But like, I don't know, like I, like I look at your relationship and while like, I feel like whenever I do get into a relationship, like you have like such good advice to give. And it's because you like you've cultivated such a healthy relationship, but like you guys like really kind of offset each other. Like, Mm -hmm. like you said, like, you know, like you're running the ship here, but like also like Cody like thinks just strategically different than you. Like Like, he's also running the ship, but just like in a different way. He's like, he might be like guiding the direction. (laughs) I'm, I'm manning the ship. Okay. (laughs) You're like day to day, make shit run. Like everything's going to, happen yeah but like cody's more of like or at least the way i like view he's him like the compass like, like you know long term mm-hmm. like yes. let's think like this completely through whereas like you might be more a little bit more impulsive <laughs> absolutely like, i am 100 I, I think that's great like because like i yeah. like you need balance yes. in life could you imagine if you had two of you <laughs> no or two chaos? of him like 100 right. like 
we would be miserable married to someone exactly like us. Yes. I always say that. Like, I always think that's hilarious with like Zodiac signs where like you should marry someone exactly like you yeah. or an exactly like that. And I'm like, what a night, like what a burning flame. <laughs> yeah. What a horrible idea to marry someone literally exactly like Two fire me. signs? No, thanks. Ouch. No, <laughs> or thanks. two Virgos. We would be both be dead and, yeah. and vice versa. Like he would be 1, dead with someone else for sure. So yeah he definitely is manning the ship but like just in a different way like i'm mm-hmm. maybe like the physical man on board but like he's guiding yeah. the ship for sure like yeah. he and we- it's so aries of you to just like even say like i'm the captain bitch <laughs> <laughs> i'm the captain but like i don't know where i'm going okay yes. <laughs> cody can you gps this for yeah. me <laughs> like just get us there but like i'm getting us there okay <laughs> That is like the best description of your relationship. <laughs> but like ultimately he like I trust him with my life. I trust him with I was like like I know he's going to yeah. get us like where we need to be because that's who he is no matter yeah. what situation he's put in like he's You're always going like to persevere. For sure. Like anytime, I'm a persevere. Anytime we go on a girls trip, Sarah's the driver. I am. I am. Mama is going to get us there and we would say that before you were even a mom. <laughs> that's so true. Like I I hate other people being like but that's because, though, I think it, like, takes a lot for me to, like, trust somebody, like, to, yeah. um, like, guide my path, if that makes sense. Like, I just... I 100% agree with this. Like, yeah. I'm, like, a weirdo and, like, won't let anyone, like, drive my car and stuff. Like, it takes a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. But, like, on road trips, like, there's probably certain people where, like, if they were, like, let me drive, I would probably be, like, hell no. Yeah. Absolutely. But, like, I, like, trust you. I love that. Yeah. I just like I know even like, though you drive erratically sometimes and too I fast. I'm a little too much sometimes. I will a little like, bit too too fast. I know, but like I just know like I can leave when I want to leave. Yeah, I can. I'm gonna I'm gonna get us home in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, yeah. It'll take like an extra hour if I drive. Yeah, like I just can't handle that. Right. And I do feel like um, Cody's like like I, I like he's autopilot for me. Like yeah, you're driving. Bye. But like I'm <laughs> autopilot for my friends, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So my last question, which I'm like so excited about. So I <laughs> I feel like I always like think of these like weird fucked up questions. I'm ready. That like would most likely never happen. But I just love like giving hypotheticals and like seeing like how people answer because like I've asked you this question like in different ways and our answers are always different. So my question right. is, if Ivy ever comes to you as an adult later in life and admits that he murdered someone to you, <laughs> are you turning him in or are you helping him bury the body? <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> um, I mean, he's my son. I know. And I would want to know, like, the context of what happened. Like, yeah. I need to know why, what happened. Okay. So, like, in this, like, fake scenario, this hypothetical, it wasn't, like, premeditated, but, like, it wasn't, like, an accident. Like, he just, like, like got mad or something. He just got mad and, like, flipped <laughs> off the Aries handle. fire sign. He just... Yeah, I mean, like, I know what lies behind this question, and ultimately that's, like, being loyal. Yeah. And so if that's the case, then, like, I'm I'm going to bury it. Okay. I'm going to bury it with him because okay. 
that's my son. I would die for my son. I'd go to jail for my son. Yeah. So I knew what your answer was going to be. Period. To like period poo. It. But like this type of cap, this type of question for like my mom would like send her over the edge. Like she would absolutely turn me in. She one hundred. She does not understand this question. Carol and I are very similar in that sense. Abby I would think, turn me in. Sorry, Ivy. As your other mom, I'm turning you in. Like so, don't come to me. Go to Sarah. Don't come to me. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, obviously, like if he actually did that, like if he was Jeffrey Dahmer, I mean, I'm not really sure that I would be burying the body with him. I might have to take him out myself. I actually <laughs> see that so much for you. <laughs> like, I'm like, buddy, I'm I like, we can't. I brought you into this world. I'm taking you out. Like, <laughs> I can't let you go down as Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. You know, but ultimately like i said this question to me like i think can be interpreted in many ways and i think it mainly to me interprets like are you loyal to like me or are you gonna like rat me out and like ultimately i okay so like it can be kind of loyalty but also i feel like and not that you're like not a just person because that's not like how i'm interpreting it at all but like I am a just person. Like, it's you, not like you I are, just... but like, I think it's like how deeply I follow rules. That's really what it comes down to. And so there you go. Okay. So I, which think... is like, you don't always follow the rules. I don't. And then I do though sometimes too, though. Like at work, like I probably am more of a rule follower than anyone else. Well, yeah. Okay. Like that's weird though, right? But between you and I, between you and I, you're definitely more of a like, rule follower. It's always. Me. But, like, I when I was a kid, I didn't – like, I think the rules just depend. Like, I follow the rule, like, in my work life, but, like, I'm not going to necessarily follow the rule in my, like, emotions. I don't know. That goes with me being impulsive, though, too. Yeah. So, I think this question can be interpreted in many ways. Okay. Uh, let's let's just say that. Yeah. And ultimately, like, I do feel like I would take him out. Like, if he was really, like, a menace to the society, like, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer style, like – I would take it for him. Well, the reason I like <laughs> so like scrolling TikTok, of course, like I kept like coming up with like other questions yeah. to ask you. But it's just so interesting to me because it's like if you think about like the uh, Gabby Petito case. Yeah. Like Brian Laundry Is that? I think yeah. it was his name. Mm-hmm. It's like there. I think there's evidence that like his mom kind of like covered it up and his dad. Yeah. And then like the most recent like Idaho murders. Yeah. His name's Brian, too. Holy shit. Yeah. Thing with Brian's. Damn. <laughs> My dad. <laughs> okay. Now I'm getting scared. So now <laughs> now I feel sweaty and scared. Okay. But like. I'm not going to cover. Okay, but like. There you go. Yeah. I, his dad like flew like and drove like I and we don't know if they knew. Like maybe he presented it like he just like needed help and maybe he just has good parents. But like I don't know. And that's true. So like in the night I am a mom and like if a girl like did that and killed Ivy or something, like I'd have to kill her. Yeah. 100%. So but like if he killed someone's daughter, I mean that's messed up. Yeah. So I mean that's like a whole nother that's it's I know. messed up. And I know that like I just love asking like fucked up hypotheticals. Yeah. And then, so like, now I feel bad, Abby. <laughs> and now I feel I feel sick. Okay. <laughs> At least a three-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> In case you're still here. <laughs> three hours later. <laughs> and the snorting was on that. I love that. 
It's been three hours and Sarah still doesn't know how to hold the microphone. <laughs> it's been three hours. And we're still here. <laughs> All right. We will shut the fuck up after this. Sarah, do you have an Ope story for us? So being a stylist, there's literally a story every other day of a million different things. But one that always comes to mind um, is in beauty school. And there was this old man that was my client at the time. And he was probably like, honestly, 75, 80, like old. And he showed me a picture of his cell phone. He goes, you want to see my roommate? And I don't know if like beauty school is like a trap for like creep freak old men that are just looking for like a cheap haircut. I say, well, are the haircuts just like super cheap? They're so cheap. It's like $10, five, ten dollars maybe. Yeah, but like. Also, like, guys just do that in general a lot. Yeah. They just love a cheap haircut. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But so either way, he comes and um, shows me his phone and he's like, this is my roommate. And I was like. Also, like, why do you need to know that? (laughs) I I really think, like, maybe this was shock value or something. And uh, but he it was this woman and she was in her bra and underwear and she looked like a porn star, like so young and ew i was like okay and i like he doesn't i don't even remember if he says like anything else honestly i just remember like going to get my instructor and be like this guy's so weird i cannot even continue this this is like making me feel sick well like like what you were saying like goes back to like probably shock value but like if it wasn't like if that was truly his roommate like couldn't you pick a picture where she had clothes on yeah, like, what is, like, were you trying to, like, show me you could get somebody like that? Like, I don't understand what. So, like, your interpretation is that, like, it wasn't actually his roommate and it was just, like, him being a weird perf. picture of, like, someone that he probably Googled. I mean, it could, or, like, someone on a dating site. I don't know. I think he was just being a weird perv and I don't know if he was, like, trying to, like, make me think that people like him yeah or if he was just being disgusting but it did remind me of there was this guy that used to go around to beauty schools and he would masturbate under capes while people were cutting his hair what (laughs) did he get arrested um he did get reported i don't know if they ever like actually like could arrest him because like let's public indecency oh and it was like under a cape, but I do know like that they had like a report out and like it did stop because people were like, "Could you ever cut his hair?" Oh no no no! This was like um, before my time. Oh okay. This was like something that when like some of my old coworkers like when they were in beauty school at, like Rudez or something like this guy was like known in the community for coming around and doing that like while young girls were cutting his hair like how gross like why. I like, just don't understand. Sick. Like to be like you're a, like that's like serial killer like per weirdo stuff. Like you have some some mommy issue or something. <laughs> like yeah, like what about that yeah. makes you excited? Like it's so disgusting. But I swear, beauty school like the scariest people on earth are there, and and that there they are. Yeah, but. I mean, at least, like, it's great content. Like, you have great stories Oh, my gosh. They they never end. Yeah. They literally never end, whether it be, like, an old mentor that I had or um, a coworker 
so many things. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many weird, yeah, weird. Well, people. like if you think about it, like how many people do you see in a day, and it's like constantly rotating. Oh too, yeah, you know. So, yeah, no, there's so many like creepy instances, hilarious instances, like sad. Like we literally experience like every emotion you could <laughs> yeah. possibly. Imagine. I know. I get pretty deep in your chair. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, like, I mean, it's just like, it's like a place. It's a humbling place to yeah. be. And You're just tethered to it, and it's just all you can do is talk. Yeah. It's so true. So, um, given that, do you, like, if anyone's in Fort Wayne, do you want to tell them about the salon or? I know yeah. you're not really like taking clients, like you're pretty booked, but yeah, like right now, since having a kid, my schedule has been cut back. But I do work for the most iconic salon in Fort Wayne. Um, it's called Style the Salon, um, and one of my best friends started it this last year in 2022 of July, and um, it's honestly like my favorite and work environment ever. Good. I've, I've honestly had like really great experiences at most of the salons that I've worked at. Yeah. Um, and they were all like very true to like who I was at the time, like that I was working there. So right. like no regrets on any of that. Um, but I do really feel like this is like my work home for sure. And oh. I love where I work and I love the people that I work with. And I always like, tell people that I feel so blessed and so grateful to work at a place like that I'm excited to come to. Yeah. Um, because I'm not sure I would still work if, um, right. I didn't feel that way. Right. But I really feel like I get the best of both worlds, like where I get to be me at my job and then be like the best, like be the mom I want to be too. Right. It really does impact overall mental health and it doesn't just end during working hours. Like if you work for a terrible company or a terrible yeah. boss, like it's you take it throughout your whole day. Absolutely. Like literally the other day I came to work and I had left Ivy and it was like the first time that he had actually like cried when I left him. Mm-hmm. And that's never happened before. But like they say as they get older, it's like stranger danger type stuff. And I was like tore up like yeah crying on the way imagine. to work and then when I got to work I was just like trying to like ha- play it cool like I was I looked awful because I, I could you could tell I just cried like I just did not look yeah. like myself and I was like okay guys so I look horrible and I was like and you want to know why I look horrible <laughs> it's because my son cried when I left today like it was just so like I just <laughs> lost my sh- like lost it and my sweet yeah. my sweet 19 year old Pisces assistant literally started crying. She's like, Oh, this is so sad. <laughs> I know. And then, like, my boss, too, like, she didn't cry, but like, she was like, Oh my gosh, are you okay? And I was like, How lucky am I that I can come here and just like start yeah, crying? Let it all out. And then, like, I'm going to go put on Drake now and get back to work. <laughs> well, just be so supported, too. Yeah. Like, like, I'm like, like just fierce women all around. Yeah. Like, like it was just so, like, I was, this is where I was born to be, like with the people I was like born to be with, you know? So do you, do you know like the handle, like do if like the Instagram handle? Yeah. At style the salon. Okay. And do you want people, do you want to give yours? Um, hair design by Sarah app, but you can find us all on style. Okay. Cool. All right. And you can follow me at Abby McCarville and then follow the oat pod on Instagram as well. We stand with the oat pod.
Oh. oh.